The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now we're joined by uh, Kathleen McNamee from Off the Ball and host of the Coy Gig podcast. Uh, Kathleen, good morning. Morning, Pat. Uh, lots to talk about the return of the Premier League. For uh, you know, the international break seems so short. Yeah, it did seem very short, and uh, it's not the biggest weekend to get us back into Premier League football. Probably a lot of Irish eyes, in particular, will be on Manchester United and, and Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. Uh, where it is that Evan Ferguson is fine, so it will be interesting to see does he start that game against the two. Uh, you would have to think that Brighton in a good place to get a result in that game, considering how United have played so far. I know they've like they've mostly got the results, but just in terms of their form on the pitch, it hasn't been the sort of level that they would want it to be. And then also this week, we've had all the Jaden Sancho, Harry Maguire stuff going on. So yeah. there's been a lot of distractions for Eric Ten Hag and players alike. And Harry Maguire's mother has joined the fray because of the booing every time... Yeah. Harry touched the ball in Hampden Park. It's kind of been the year of mothers coming out in defence of their sons so far. But yeah, she released a statement yesterday. I don't know. Arguably, I think it's probably going to make his situation a little bit mm. worse because it just gives people something else to throw at him. But you can understand why And she mothers wanted. intervening brings us to Spain. And there's another development in Spain. There is just breaking news now in the last couple of minutes. It's been reported in Spain that the Spanish players that won the World Cup are not going to report for the latest international camp. So they uh, obviously Rubiales, the federation head, is gone. Vilda, the coach, is gone. But they have always said that the issues within the federation run much deeper than those two people and that a lot of the people that are in there at the moment and taken over are cut from the same cloth so that they want to see much more change happening. So be interesting to see what the statement says when they do eventually release it. It's supposed to be coming out sometime in the next hour or so. Interesting uh, game tonight on this island, Derry City and Rovers. Yeah, so big one for the title race. If Rovers win it, they will go well ahead. Um, Derry are currently four points behind, so it would be really important for them to get a result tonight. Uh, we were chatting to Neil Fruga and Stephen Bradley yesterday and really interesting comments from Fruga in particular around Stephen Kenny. He was saying that he backs him completely and he's always been really good, particularly two players coming from the League of Ireland, which isn't all that surprising considering his own history with the league. So yeah, big game tonight. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. All right. Uh, let's move on to Tonga uh, and that uh, big game. And Andy Farrell is taking it very seriously. Yeah, he has announced a really, really strong side. There's only four changes from the start in 15 uh, from that 82-8 win over Romania. So first start for in the World Cup for Mack Hansen. He was only drafted in last week after Robbie Henshaw was left out. Um, Ronan Kelleher and Josh van der Fleer also back in the starting pack, which means Peter Matney's reverting to Brighton side, then Tyburn in the second row. Dan Sheehan not risked for this one which is interesting considering his injury profile I think when you look at the France-Uruguay game last night I don't know if you caught it but I kind of went into it expecting France to yeah, completely run them huge over score when yeah. we, we expected and instead Uruguay held them to you know not getting the bonus point they should have had a try I don't think it was an obstruction at all and also France definitely should have had a player sent off during that game so I think when you reflect on that now France did put out a second string side it does go to show like the importance of having a strong showing and I've said it since like that last try that Ireland scored last week uh, against Romania I think it really showed their World Cup winning attitudes that they have and mentality you know the fact that they were not like okay we've won this game by a load of points we're just going to kick the ball out they were like no we're going to run it all the way up from the back so I can totally see why Andy Farrell wants to take this route he talked a lot about continuity yesterday um, and how that he doesn't have the Japan game on his mind from the last World Cup that isn't the reason why he put out such a strong team he was like it's just all about continuity and making sure that players have game time in their legs 
All right. Um, France will probably still top their group, uh, one expects, because uh, New Zealand, uh, having been beaten by France, you know, even without the bonus mm. point, they'll probably... Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see how Uruguay do against them now that, you know, they yeah. did run France so close. Now, maybe that was just one big game that they had in their legs, but how New Zealand have been playing, I can imagine they were a little bit worried watching that game last night. Uh, women in the news, Simona Halep. Yes, Simona Halep, uh, she has received a four-year ban uh, for two intentional breaches of anti-doping rules. So she was tested positive for Roxa Dusat at the US Open last year. Um, and the International Tennis Integrity Agency said that there was also irregularities in her biological passport after analysing 51 blood samples. So it was a very long and extensive process to actually find. Yeah. And the, this is a, a chemical that will boost the hemoglobin in the blood, yeah, produce more red cells and... <laughs> Enhanced performance, no doubt. Yeah, it's used to treat anemia normally. Um, so, um, but it is also on the anti-doping list. So she has said she will appeal. It's the biggest ban since Sharapova was suspended for fifteen months, four years. You imagine that pretty much takes her out of the rest of her career. So it'll be interesting to see how that appeal goes. But it seemed fairly set in stone from that result yesterday. All right, and women's transfer news. Yeah, the Women's Super League transfer window closed yesterday evening and very interesting, Abby Larkin, uh, Shamrock Rovers player, she has gone to Glasgow City. Been a bit of talk back and forth. There was a deal in her clause uh, or in her contract that basically said that she, um, if she went to England or Scotland, the club didn't need a transfer fee, which is interesting. She was one of the first pro contracts in the league here. And you would kind of think that there should be some sort of fee going to the club mm-hmm. if we are going to develop. And then the other big talkings from the transfer window was uh, Ashley Plumtree, who many Irish fans will remember from the Nigeria game during the World Cup. She was with them. She's one of the first big names to go over to Saudi Arabia from the women's game. And obviously we've had so many conversations conversations about the men who've gone over and the human rights record but when you think of the sort of money that is being offered to women's players you know the lads talk about it being life-changing but it really would be life-changing for these women who are on like not fairly standard wages you know she was with Leicester City so she wasn't earning a whole lot so it'd be interesting to see over the next couple of years is that a trend that we see more of yeah and she'd be able to drive her own car over there. <laughs> but does she need a man in the passenger seat? I don't know. I don't know where they are uh, with all of that. Uh, Kathleen McNamee from Off the Ball, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.